episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes on your favorite series. We're your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always... It's a shame the throne wasn't made of cock, so they'd have never gotten him off of it. And Zaki Ataki! Hell yeah, dude. How true I mean, is hey, that about you? You don't know you don't know what I what I'm sitting on here on my on my desk. That's there, true. Uh your snuggy uh that we definitely didn't just talk about 30 minutes ago is no. covering up. I got a different hat on. I don't know what you're talking hat. about. I, it's a different day. Don't have a different hat. Uh it's definitely, definitely not the same night. Uh you have no proof that we're recording these at the same time. Um, this is a new day, a new episode. It's episode 22, and Zachy Boy is sitting on all the cocks that he wants. Um, as per <laughs> usual. As per usual. How many times do you think uh, we could say cocks in the first two minutes of this? Um, we are talking Game of Thrones. But before that, Zach, I have to ask you. How them cocks? No, you don't. <laughs> Treating me well, man. Good, excellent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah taking yeah. real good care of me. Yeah, eating some some little snacky boys. Yeah, I see you got a snack. So, what we didn't talk about with Zach Snuggy last episode was the fact that he's got a fucking pouch like a yeah. goddamn kangaroo on the Dude, front. Check this and out. And he's just periodically reaching into his his snuggy pouch for snacks. <laughs> Yeah. Just... Yo. Uh, seriously though, on the real. Yeah, on the real. Always on. Hashtag the not sponsored. Yeah. Uh, not gonna say the name so we don't get sued. But this. Well, let's see if let's see if focus yeah, will your work. Focus is here. fucked. Oh, there it is. These. Yeah, yeah. You guys know you got. Oh my fucking word. You guys know what? Okay. This doesn't happen. This doesn't work. <laughs> this doesn't it doesn't happen. work. <laughs> this doesn't work. It's a delectable <laughs> little candy of some kind. This little. No, this little thingy. Yeah, it was briefly in focus for a moment. Why? Why doesn't... Why... Your camera fucking hates you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking thingies are the best candies that have ever existed. They're pretty good. Almost as good as Cox, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> have we got two minutes in yet or not? <laughs> Just right there. I had to squeeze one more. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, you do have to squeeze one more cock in. <laughs> oh my god, that was the best setup you've oh, ever given me. That is, like maybe ever, that actually. That is maybe the best, and I totally didn't mean it. I'm still kind of out of it. I am you might have been able to tell and hear. Still telling here how like phlegmy and gross I am, but I'm here for you. Gross. I'm here for Scott. the people. Yeah, you just keep eating your little pouch snacks while I try and keep us on track here. Um, how have you been since I asked you an hour ago? I've been. Your um, focus you is so fucked, dude. You didn't ask That's me why an I hour didn't, ago, but you though. told me anyway because. Just give it up. Just give it a rest. Just give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I, I feel so bad because 
Like 99% of our audience is audio <laughs> listeners, and yet we have insisted on making this show dependent upon visual gags since we started Game of Thrones. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you finally got it. You finally I got forget. it. I this, forget. That's what, that's what people in who do like makeup reviews, that's what they do. They like hold the makeup in front of their hand and then put it towards so that way it doesn't focus on their face. I'm glad you're so well versed in what people in makeup reviews do. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Look at it. You can't tell I'm glowing. You're I'm glowing because I'm sitting on all these cocks yeah, and they the got cocks. makeup all over yeah, my face. Yeah, it's definitely the cocks. Um, it's a glaze, is what. <laughs> God, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Never mind. We're stopping there. <laughs> you are literally going to kill me. I'm already dying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, more visual gags, I say, uh, for our 99% listening audience out there. We appreciate yeah. you, Yeah, folks. hey, you fucking listeners need to, need to no. go watch. F- fuck Zach, you do whatever you want to do. Um, but, you know, listen. Um, to answer you, though. <laughs> oh, yes, please. I am good. Excellent. Um, yeah, you had to fill up your little snack pouch in between episodes. I mean, that was... Last week, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I took a whole week to fill this baby. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm good actually. Uh, I um, I saw you last weekend. We didn't talk about this. Oh, that's true. We I got saw to each see your fucking like beautiful minutes. ass face. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my ass face is very beautiful. Yes, uh, especially when I'm not feeling well. We're frozen. Nope. Never mind. We're no, not. No, we're fine here. Um, psychopath. Yeah, I got to see you, and oh, Zach finally came. He visited for all of ten minutes, and he finally. I forgot this was a gag. I forgot this was a bit. (laughs) The bit that I had going like a year and a half ago about this amazing gift. It wasn't that long ago. It was so long ago. It was at least ten years. it was at least three and a half years long ago. Uh, I think it was like November of last no, year. No, no, no. It was so long ago. Uh, I had gotten Zach a beautiful, beautiful gift, and he was such a dick because he wouldn't come see me to get the gift. Well, he he showed up for all of 10 minutes. Basically, he's like, give me my gift, cock. And then he left. Uh, that's exactly how it happened. Uh, Zach, do you want to tell them about the amazing gift that I got you? Yeah, should I go get it? It's Sitting right over there. You could, yeah. I wouldn't want to disrupt your snuggie time, but it's always snuggie. But time, that's baby. the beauty of a snuggie is you just get up and it stays right. <laughs> Holy shit! This is going so well. I will just fill time while Zach fucks around with. He said it was right over there. It's taking him forever. Here he is. Okay. Yeah. You could have told people to follow us or something. I could have been actually fucking like productive. My my mind is only half here currently. Oh, this is never going to work. We've already established I can't get my camera to focus. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Use your makeup tricks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for those of you guys who have been listening, um, who are who are old school mm-hmm. from back in the day? Yeah, yeah. When I say back in the day, I mean like I don't know. I th- I actually think it was like October or November last year. Because I, really uh, I know you got me something. I know you got one of these before Christmas. Yes. And I was like, oh fuck! I need to get since he got me something. Yeah. 
Damn. Christmas is coming up. I should get him something and like it'll be a Christmas. Gift. Little did Zach know that my gift for him was actually a a, a, gag. a gag basically. But then I did actually get him something real because then I felt <laughs> He did. He did. He did. And if you if you follow the Twitter and the Instagram, you've already seen these. Um oh, right. but uh Scotty got me um as a nod to our last series mm-hmm. together. He got me uh, let's see if this will focus. Ooh. The unofficial Harry Potter spell book. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure this is like some cheap ass fucking little magazine book you get at like Target or Walmart. I literally saw it in the checkout line at Target and it was <laughs> what a uh, it was definitely while we were recording Harry Potter, obviously. And I was like, I'm going to get this for Zach and it can be a gag and it can be a thing. Little did uh-huh. I know that it was going to go on for 16 and a half years, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, Zach uh, finally got Yeah, it, I just, I never, look, we live like three and a half hours away from each other, yeah, it's and a it's not, too far. it's just, yeah. it's not often that we're going to, And we you know, definitely don't like each other that much. Well, well, <laughs> that's true. No, that is true. No, that is true. I was trying to be nice, but that is true. No, we, that's um, not what we do here. We so don't be nice. in, in, uh... How do I? I don't know what the right word is here, because of this gift you got. Uh huh. Have you learned any new spells, Zacky boy? Well, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually see if you know oh, some of no. your spells. Not another quiz. I failed the last one. We. You never took a quiz. They gave. They asked me questions. Uh, Sam and Emily did on our last episode. Oh, th- this. These are. Ju- this is just a couple spells. Okay, fine. It. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Do you want me to give you the spell name? And you tell me what it does, or you want me to tell you what it does, and you give me the spell name? No, that's way hard. Give me the spell name, and I'll tell you what it does. Okay. Episky. Fuck off. <laughs> this is your fucking, your, your guy tries doing this. Which one of my guys? Oh, I no, I'm, I'm, guys. I'm lying. I'm actually full of shit. Episky is, uh, it's a healing spell to Shh. heal minor injuries. Sure. Sounds like you're gonna piss in someone's. You should have known that. Peewees. Okay. Who did you think Let... tried to use it? Who was my guy that you thought? Uh, I was thinking it was a spell that um, uh, that Lockhart uses when he fucks up Harry's arm. You fool! You failed. <laughs> okay, what does Levicorpus do? Uh, it levitates someone's corpus, obviously. It's the one okay. that guts them upside down, right? That does it levitate a corpse, basically, or like a body? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. One last okay. one. One last one. I gotta find a good one. Best okay. gift ever, by the way. <laughs> what? Best gift ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. We I haven't even gotten to the actual gift. <laughs> uh, okay. Moore's Mordre. Oh, that sounds. The way they say it in the movie is, "Mors Morde." Uh, is this an evil spell? Is this dark magic? It is. How'd you know? Sounds evil as shit. Uh, I don't. Sounds evil. <laughs> sounds as shit. evil as shit. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, this is the conjuration spell for the dark mark. 
Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah this is what Barty Crouch Jr. 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 Fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. Casts at the uh, Quidditch World Cup. Sure. All right. Uh, great. We're done. I just, yeah. I had to, look, I, we haven't talked Harry Potter in so long and I had to do it. Um, okay. The actual legitimate gift that I am truly actually grateful for yeah. that Scotty hooked me up with is uh you guys know we can never yeah we have to work baseball in this episode so oh yeah, I, I feel so bad it happens every time <laughs> um so there is this this brand i don't know what they're called actually uh dugout, dugout mugs, mugs yeah uh where it is a baseball bat mm-hmm. check this thing out let's see if it'll focus it definitely won't there you go okay. hey there, there it is okay so it is a baseball bat legitimately like a small cut up bat and it's hollowed out, and it is an actual mug. Yeah. Um, it's a it's it's a beer mug, is what it's meant to be, sure. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I shouldn't go put like coffee in this. I mean, you probably could. I don't see any reason why not. You think it'd be fine with the heat? Yeah, it'd be fine. It's yeah. It's anyway, just, this like, is it's fucking just, cool. They're super dude. cool. This is it's so just, good. It's just a wood bat. It's like the end of a bat cut off, and they seal it in some kind of, I don't know, nonsense that makes it not absorb all your liquid but it's pretty cool sure right anyway yeah i am uh i like i like cheaters so i am an astros fan if you guys did not <laughs> I already like know that che- i have no idea where you were going with that for a second. uh if you're not if you're not cheating you're not trying that's what they say um so yeah thank you buddy uh i i told you thank you i kissed your yeah, butt yeah, yeah. a million times and i told you in person but on the pod live, I, I fucking love you. Thank you, buddy. I love this you too. Really nice, and Zach did, did get me something very nice as well. He got me a sick uh, uh, kind of coffee maker for camping. and it's, I can't wait to use it. Hell yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, we um, should probably actually do what we're here to do. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Get you, get you a snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy access with the pouch. I am going to jump into this here recap. Uh, we are ostensibly here to talk about episode 22, Dark Wings, Dark Words. Uh, and we Dark Wieners. Dark... <laughs> God damn it. That was the worst joke I've ever heard. Uh, I mean, it's pretty good, though. We... <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm literally going to die before this episode ends. We begin with Bran who's dreaming of running around trying to kill the three-eyed raven. Uh, he also meets a strange boy in his dream, who will come up later. A strange boy. A strange boy. At Hall, King Rob receives the news that Cat's father, Lord Hostertully, has died. Uh, he also gets the news that Winterfell has been burned, and no one seems to know where Bran and Rickon have gone. So bad news all the way around. Uh, then we get to see Theon tortured for a bit. It's riveting. Amazing. Uh, but now, now we cut to our two favorite traveling companions, Jamie and Brienne. Uh, they walk. <laughs> you are going to literally kill me. Oh, my God. For our audio listeners, Zach was filling up his dugout mug, his lovely mug on camera. No, 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 and no. You it, don't have to tell our audio it, listeners. Oh, they need to, no, they need to watch the video. I'm telling our audio listeners because unlike you, I actually love and appreciate our audio listeners. <laughs> it, he filled it up and it just overflowed everywhere because he's a fucking idiot that doesn't know how carbonated beverages work. 
<laughs> I hope your snuggie is ruined, by the way. I will smell like beer for days. Oh, my God. Because I don't shower. Uh, anyway. Jamie and Brianne, uh, they walk, and he talks and torments her. He's very, very good at it. Uh, they meet a farmer, and Jamie thinks the man recognizes him. But Brianne refuses to silence him because he's an innocent man. At King's Landing, Joff is getting uh, new threads made. I believe that's a uh, new fit, as the kids say these days, right? Isn't that what they say? OOTD, outfit of the day. What's the uh, drip? Joff is all about that drip. Yeah. Is that yeah, something yeah. the kids or say? Or there's like a GRWM, get ready with me. Oh, I it's don't like, know that Check one. out the fit. Okay, sure. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, Joff and his new duds, uh, Cersei is trying to pit him against Marjorie. It doesn't work too well, though, because Joff is a stubborn little bitch boy that doesn't want to listen to his mommy anymore. Uh, elsewhere, Shay warns Sansa to be wary of Littlefinger. Then Sansa goes with Marjorie to meet her grandmother, Lady Olena Tyrell, who is just rad as all hell. She's the fucking coolest. We, man. we love her. Uh, Lady Olena asks Sansa to tell them the truth about Joffrey. Sansa is terrified, but eventually tells them what a monster Joff is. In the Riverlands, Lord Karstark is big mad, as usual. He tells King Rob that they don't have enough men to defeat the Lannisters and that Rob lost the war the day that he married Talisa. Uh, Talisa tries to be nice and talk to Kat. But Kat is too busy being just awful uh, and then tells Talisa a story about how awful she was to Jon Snow all the time. Uh, but at least she knows uh, how horrible she was and she owns it. Uh, speaking of old Johnny Snow, he chats with Mance about how Mance united all the different wildling clans. And then we meet the warg, Orel. A lot of talk of wargs this episode. Who is seen through the eyes of his eagle to scout the fist of the first men where the Night's Watch was attacked by the army of the dead. Elsewhere, beyond the wall. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Sam is struggling greatly on the trip back to the wall, and Commander Mormont forbids him to die and puts Rast in charge of making sure that he makes it back. What a call. Choice, man. What is, a, the choices are made. That is a choice. Um, that is a choice. It is. Somewhere in the north... Bran meets Jojen Reed. Mm, more the new boy characters. From his dream. Yeah, more new characters, yeah. Uh, the boy from his dream and his sister Mira Reed. Jojen says that they have been looking for Bran and have come to help him. Wandering through the Riverlands, Arya, Gendry, and Hot Pie run into a group from the Brotherhood Without Banners, led by Thoros of Mir. Uh, new and improved 2.0 Thoros mm -hmm. of Mir. They make a lot of jokes about how fat Hot Pie is, and Arya doesn't want to go with them, but they ultimately do. Back in King's Landing, Shay visits Tyrion and is cruel and unfair to him, and he loves that oh, shit. Oh, he's so into it. <laughs> I fucking am into that shit, too. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marjorie visits Joff, and he tries to be threatening and intimidating to her about how she was, about he, she was once married to Renly, but she plays him uh, like a goddamn fiddle. And by the end of the conversation, she has him wrapped around her finger. Also, Joff is very sexually attracted to his new crossbow and definitely wants to stick his dick in. 
<laughs> he does. He wants to stick his dick in that crossbow. <laughs> it's a good way to get your dick all fucked up, but if oh Joff is into God. it, Joff is into it. Dude, we're going to talk about this scene, by the way, at length. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. <laughs> at length, you say? <laughs> at, at girth. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. He's so I? attracted to that crossbow. <laughs> I have not read this recap that Scott made. So <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, man. Okay. More Theon torture uh, and some rando mopping the floors uh, tells him that uh, his sister sent him and that he will get him out later. Back on the road to the wall, Jojen tells Bran that he is a warg and he also has the sight, meaning that he can see things from the past, future, and from thousands of miles away. We also get a little tidbit about Jojen and Mira's father, Howland Reed, who actually saved Ned's life during Robert's Rebellion. Back in the Riverlands, Thoros feels, feels, <laughs> feeds Arya, Gendry, and Hot Pie, and is then going to release them as promised, and as they're about to leave the Brotherhood, brings in the Hound, who they captured while he was sleeping. He recognizes Arya Stark at once and tells the Brotherhood that she's the Stark bitch, as he calls her. Elsewhere, Jamie and Brienne are crossing a bridge when Jamie gives her the old razzle dazzle. Oh no! Hey, that's a throwback. The old razzle fucking dazzle. Not the old razzle dazzle. And steals one of her swords. They fight, and despite Jamie's confidence, she easily handles him as he's still chained and weak from his year of imprisonment. As the fight is finishing, a group of Roose Bolton's men ride up. The farmer from earlier did, in fact, recognize Jamie and confirms that it is him. Jamie tries to bargain with them, but they refuse and close in to capture them both. Ooh. Hell yeah. What? That's uh, another episode. That is sure is an episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we alluded to this uh, actually last episode, which happened so long ago. We recorded it so long ago. Uh, but you and I, I feel like both not the biggest fans of this episode. It's a little flaccid, except for some certain Marjorie things. Yeah, uh, there's there's some, as usual, as we said, there's there's always some good to be had. But overall, I was just a little bored through this episode. Like, yeah, yeah. Even the Arya stuff, like the Arya stuff usually is like some of my favorite stuff and I love it. But even her stuff is just kind of meh. It's Uh, it's fine. I mean, it's. When we're looking at it as, like, what the episode has to offer, it, you see her on screen and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, like, right. Get to check in with this, see what's going on here. But it, I mean, it just is. It's fun because it's Arya, but it's right. not fun because it's great stuff. It's still right? just, we're still in a lot of setup phase and there's just not much pain off yet. Uh, right. Which <clears throat> I have to, I feel like that is a feat in in and of itself. And, and I do want to give credit where it's due. It is, I have to admit, it is very impressive that we're three seasons into this show mm-hmm. and so much has happened. Right. But yet it still feels like we're in a setup phase. Oh, definitely. And we're and still getting I think all these just, new characters. And... Right. That That's, that's kind of what I was going to say. It's just kind of a testament to how rich this world is of happening, right? Of, right. of just 
of lore, of people, of just things to explore and dive into. And so in that aspect, when, you, when you're looking at kind of the, big, the bigger picture, it is kind of an interesting thing, and it's like, it, it is just a testament to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, to actually watch this episode, it is just a bit slow. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, you know, there, there, there are some, some fun moments. Right. Um, there, <clears throat> are, there are certain episodes as, as you watch the show that I think um, some episodes were better and I feel like more impactful when you were, when we were watching them, you know, week to week, like every Sunday. Like, I think about, you know, I won't go in too much into it, but I think about an episode like Hard Home where you get to, like, sit and unpack and think about what happens in that episode over a week's time. And I feel like that and gives... And watch it, like, three right, times over a week's exactly. time. <laughs> and that gives it a greater impact. Whereas there are other episodes which probably are just better when you're, like, rewatching and binging the series. And I feel like this right. is is one of those episodes where I wouldn't think twice about this episode if I was just binging straight through, but because obviously of the way we're doing this and we're talking about each episode individually and breaking them down, it's just kind of like, eh, this is just kind of one of those connective tissue episodes and nothing right. truly spectacular happens in it. Especially, um, and I, I have to point this out, even though I, unlike you, did actually enjoy last episode for, for a handful of reasons Mm -hmm. especially when we're coming off of the absolute high that is the last couple episodes of season two right it just it just does feel a little stagnant maybe um is yeah that's that's, a good point kind of how how i would um describe it but we do anyway let's we do get the star the the thing one of the main things that comes to mind when i think of season three of game of thrones is uh jamie specifically like jamie goes on wait hold on that's the main thing you think of when you think of season three of game of thrones one of the main things okay okay and honestly (laughs) some of his scenes dude like he has hands down i think some of the best scenes in the season and i i do oftentimes think this uh, think of this as the season of jamie so we start to get some of that here Mm. and i am uh, appreciative. I that. I think I would argue that maybe the Hound and Arya have some of the best scenes of this that's, season. But yeah, that's a good point too. I also think of them. They're the other ones. But, but uh, but yeah, we're getting way ahead anyway, of ourselves there. Yeah, 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 we are getting ahead of ourselves. It's because there's not a lot in this yeah, episode. True. We're still gonna talk about it though. We're still gonna talk yes. about some some fun stuff, some important stuff, and um, why some we... very arousing stuff. <laughs> sure. So why don't we talk about let's brand? Just, little yeah, little that's what I was say. Let's brand. start at the top. Um, and I think. To make this episode a little bit more interesting, uh, if you're okay with it, I think I'd like to give a little background on on House Reed for sure, uh, and what we know of Howland and kind of. Um, ooh, do you think that, that might touch some spoiler territory? If we, <sighs> it certainly could. We can't give go a little bit of that. We can't go too deep into it. Basically, we can kind of just say what uh, Bran and and Jojen do talk about how at some point in the rebellion. Uh, Howland Reed, who is Jojen's father, saved Ned Stark's life. Uh, Bran does not really know the context for that. Jojen says his father never talked about it, but that he did see it because we, he has the we sight. Can, we can give a little bit of info um, sure. without, without context. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so there's a, there's a 
a battle, a very, very small battle, more of an encounter mm-hmm. um, between uh, Ned Stark and his men and a, a group of people, one of which is an incredibly renowned swordsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Sir Arthur Dane, who is arguably the best swordsman that has ever lived. Uh, at least that's, you know, legend says. Sure. Um, and there was a, a brutal fight, and uh, Ned almost did not make it out of that fight uh, had it not been for Howland, right. for Howland Reed. Uh, and as far as House Reed goes, they are, uh, are they Bannermen to the Starks, or yes. are they part of the Riverlands? No, they're, okay. they're, they're still in the north, uh, technically. Okay. They are very small. Uh, little is known about them because they live in an area called the Neck of Westeros, mm-hmm. which is swampland, basically. It's all swamps. Um, the super cool thing uh, about their uh, home, which is called Greywater Watch, uh, is their castle. It is a moving castle. Uh, it is... Not a whole lot is ever talked about that, uh, to my recollection, but it is apparently a stronghold of some kind that is built on either a, you know, uh, raft-type structure or an island of some kind, and it, it does move, like, throughout the swamps of the Neck, uh, making it yeah, basically very, very cool. impossible to find unless, you know... there's. I, I I actually kind of want to see what your thought is on this. I have read something that 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 could be kind of an exaggeration of sorts. Could that be sure. It's so hard to navigate that area mm-hmm. uh, between all the fog and the swamplands. Just always the swamp a- actual land right being ever changing. Yeah, and that, that could be that it too. So, but I, either way, it's still a super cool idea, super cool thought. Right. Uh, and and just another yet another one of those just interesting mm-hmm. tidbits of world building that that George Martin has just injected into this story that is already so rich with that stuff that True. I'm like man I just I just want more of that there, it's so cool there is everyone wants more info on Howland Reed basically I, I do think it's interesting that Jojen tells Bran like uh when he told his father of Ned Stark's death it's the only time he ever saw him cry <coughs> Uh, technical again. difficulties with Scotty Westside. Ugh. I love being sick. Um, so yes, obviously Howland Reed and Ned Stark were very close. Um, and yeah, I, he's just a very fascinating character that we don't know a lot about. And yeah. um, the fact that he sends, you know, his two children, uh, Joe and Amira, um to find Bran and help him, you know, obviously Jojen having the sight is, is very important to Bran's, you know, development as well. Um, so they, they are interesting characters, but I think that kind of the things that surround them, like we talked about with like just the reeds in general, their father, mm-hmm. Greywater Watch, like where they come from, is almost even more interesting than them, just because it's kind of so mysterious. Yeah, another thing too that I, I always find very funny. Um, I, I never know his name, but the young the young actor who plays Jojen, I mm-hmm. think he's good. Yeah, um, he's a good job. In the books, he's described as this like very sallow and like 
almost like sickly and like mm-hmm. slimy looking person, like just like gross, like greasy skin and like almost like a green tinge to the skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think most of them are right, like from that area, like that's yeah. kind of what they're known for. The 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 phrase famously hate them because they're kind of the next closest house there to the neck, and um. They're they're known as like frog eaters and like the Kranagrim. Right. They're they're kind of like the phrase kind of hate them. Um, right. They you know fight with poisoned weapons and all this stuff and yeah they're like well they turn into frogs themselves and yeah <laughs> right all that kind of right and I I distinctly I mean it has been so long since I've read because I've only ever read the first three <laughs> books but it's been a long time since I read them sure I distinctly remember Bran recalling that they smelled like frogs and they smelled like like just gross like wet like, moss like mildew. And mildew like yeah 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 maybe that's what it was moss and mildew and I just I just always thought that that was funny because I had seen them on screen first and then reading that I was like that's not how they look at all. <laughs> that's, that sounds gross. I can't remember if this how much of this makes in the show, honestly. But also in the books, uh, Bran has a major crush on Mira. Uh, right, he's, right. He's big crushing on Mira. So yeah. Anyway, uh, just some cool tidbits for you guys. Uh, I'm not sure how much of you guys are book <laughs> readers or uh, like the deep lore, like that stuff. So hopefully, we can bring you some value, even in a slightly more stagnant episode. Um. So they they uh they unite with Jojen Reed and Mira Reed and they are there to help on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um though we're not entirely sure kind of what the direction is supposed to be. Right. Uh so there there's definitely this kind of like ominous like what exactly is going on here? And I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's a good setup. It's just um we none of it actually plays out yet and right. so it's just very like Okay, what's next? That's that's how this episode feels yeah. the whole time. What what's next? We also do, like I said, you know, we get a lot of talk about wargs this episode. Uh, we learned that they're not super uncommon beyond the wall, but obviously, you know, south of the wall, John has never heard of them. Like he's heard of them, but he's never met one. Um, you know, so he's taken aback by that. But the fact that Bran is both a warg and has the quote unquote sight, as Jojen said. That is a, a big deal for me. We'll get more on that to come as well. So um for show sure, for show. Sure. Yeah. Uh what do you want to talk about next? Shall we talk about let's um let's just hit on Theon real quick. Sure. Because <laughs> it's gonna be real close, all right, real quick. Yeah. Um just riveting torture scenes. Love them so much. Dude. When that spike pick thing goes under his nail yeah <clears throat> dude my asshole puckers up so bad i'm more not a fan like i'm not a fan of that obviously but i'm more not a fan of the drill into the top of his foot uh scenario they got going on <clears throat> um yeah it's just like i you know made a big deal the last couple seasons about how much i dislike theon and how he's a sack of shit and how everything he gets he has brought on himself but like i just i also just like i don't need to see this like i'm just not a fan of these scenes i don't really care about theon it's not interesting for me to see him tortured i'm just not into it right so this is um i know you're not into it and there are people out there although there's not many um my wife is one of them (laughs) 
Big Theon stands. Who who, who stand Theon? Yeah. Uh, because and it's for it's for a very particular reason, which I understand. He does have kind of a wild arc. True. And a lot does change about him, uh, physically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of the start of like, I know for for people of Amanda's same mind, this is the start of like kind of really starting to buy into his story and his arc. Sure. Because we we see, I mean, think of how just like boastful and arrogant he was just a couple episodes ago. Right. And now in this episode, he's begging this random person, please don't go, please don't go. Yeah. Like he's scared for his fucking life. Like he, he has made an obvious hard switch, which is understandable. He's being tortured, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Amanda always talks up Alfie Allen's uh, acting ability, which I, I do agree. Right. With. Yeah. I got no problem with the performance. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons she, that she loves it. She likes being able to see this character kind of go from being this like annoying ignorant and arrogant sack of shit being able to transition to being this like cowering baby boy (laughs) (laughs) tortured baby boy she likes broken characters man she's a fucking weirdo dude listen I i can see where where you're going with that and like where she's coming from but it's just it's not my favorite storyline by a long shot and we get a decent amount of it here in this season, I feel like, if I remember correctly. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of whatever with it. But I can see where some people would, would find that interesting. I, I'm more interested in his stuff when it comes to um, the others who are involved. I don't think that he's named, so I, I will right. refrain yeah. from naming him. But I'm the more Rando interested in that. Like That's just like weird weird stuff to me yeah. especially my first time watching through i was always like interesting what's going on here so yeah definitely anyway that's the on for you this episode um what do you what do you want to hit next man? let's hit uh the cat scene uh well the just the the rob whole sequence Her being here, real quick cunt ass to fucking john oh boy uh so real quick before we get to that uh, more trouble in the ranks with uh, Lord Karstark and uh, King Rob. Uh, obviously, Karstark has been pissed at Rob and Kat ever since she let the Kingslayer go and all that. And now he's just like, yeah, dude, we already lost this war. We lost this war the day you married her. Uh, so not great. Things just continuing to go south for Rob. Obviously, they receive... The news that both uh, Lord Hoster Tully died and Winterfell has been burned and they don't know where Bran and Rickon are. So just nothing really good happening for Rob um, all the way around. Uh, and then we get the scene between Talisa and Kat. Uh, where Kat, I gotta give her credit. She owns it. She's like, she tells this horrible story about how she prayed to the gods to kill this poor boy and then said poor boy got sick and looked like he might die and then she was like oh shit how could i be so terrible 
please save him. I'll love him. I'll tell, I'll have my husband, you know, uh, legitimize him, blah, blah, blah. And then he doesn't die. And she immediately is like, fuck him. I hate him again. I want him gone. But dude, Catelyn sucks. Dude, it's like, what are you doing, Kat? And she's like, I knew that I was the most horrible woman alive because I could not love a motherless child. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm glad you you understand. You are the worst. Um, it is a good story, though. It's it's well performed. It is. Yeah. Um, it's just it's I. We we've always you know. We've talked even in the very first episode about how bad we feel for John, uh, about how much of a bitch she was to him. <laughs> we didn't even know the extent of it. Like. This is fucking brutal. Yeah. Uh, poor Johnny Agreed. Snow. Agreed. Yeah, she's just she's just a dick. Yeah. Um and I understand there's a lot of people who will say um you know, you're being inconsiderate the same way that we kind of were with Harry and Ron. Um but she's a full ass adult. Yeah. Unlike Harry and Ron. True. And she's a cunt in a lot of fucking ways. That's just not nice. I understand she's had her heart broken or whatever the fuck. And that is valid. And it is okay to feel those things. It is not okay to treat a fucking child like that. Yeah. She's a bitch. She, yeah. She it's, sucks. It's, and she's, she just makes dumb fucking she, choices. She, she owns it and knows it, though, in here in this, in this moment. Um... But I love I, I appreciate even how she's like, this is the reason all these terrible things have happened to my family is because I couldn't love a motherless child. And it's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe so. I mean, there is no cure for being a cop. <laughs> uh, true. That's that what Bron once said. Uh, a wise man. A wise, wise man. Um, a wise sir. A wise sir. Yes. Sorry. Sir Bron of the Blackwater. He's so proud of himself. Good for him. Um... This this uh let's let's talk about Arya here real quick because I think we should probably end with the uh uh the Jamie and Brienne stuff. Uh, I guess we got okay. a few more here. Um always lovely to see Arya again. Just just always happy. Her and I love how we talked about this briefly last season, but Gendry giving her shit about the names she chose for for you know her magical assassin, and he's like, right. "What the hell, bro? You could have ended the war." And she's kind of like, "Whatever, dude. He got us out of Harrenhal. Like, what do you want from me?" <laughs> right, right, right. Um, um, you know, you you keep saying I do want to call something out here. Okay, Hit you me. keep saying how this kind of Arya stuff is just very boring. Or at least doesn't live up to, like, her normal quality of scenes. Sure. And although, yes, it is Arya, and I'm excited to see Arya, I enjoy this stuff way more because of Thoros's kind of reintroduction. I think he's That's a witty true. dick, kind of, yeah. but, like, I love him. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy Thoros. I, I enjoy Thoros quite a bit, too. In fact, he has one of my uh, favorite lines in this episode when... He is like when they're actually at the inn, and he's like, 
So tell me, how did three children, and Arya just, her, her defenses, she bristles at that immediately. She's like, we're not children. So he just goes, how did three young persons <laughs> escape from Aaron Hall? And he's just, he's, he is very funny uh, in this episode, for sure. I do like Thoros. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. You so, are a very dangerous person. Why are your friends shy? Yeah, yeah. What friends? The fat one. <laughs> dude, they... The lad standing to his right. Dude, poor Hot Pie. They make... <laughs> I forgot. They fucking hate on him constantly. Dude, here. they light his ass up, dude, man. Dude, he, he will never recover The from... entire Seven Kingdoms starving, and look at the state of this one. Do <laughs> you think maybe the Seven Kingdoms are starving because of this one? <laughs> dude, Hot Pie is catching it hard. Uh, that poor fucker will never be the same. Uh, I do love just, you know, generally Arya just being, you know, her usual self. She's She's a badass. She she tries to be bigger and older and tougher and cooler than she actually is. Uh, but I love her confidence in it. Um, and yeah, obviously, uh, she wanted to get the hell out of there. But the Hound recognized her. And now uh, she's probably not going anywhere. Because now they know that she is a highborn girl. Um, and that changes a lot does change some things yes yes so she uh is probably not going anywhere but uh we will get more on that i'm sure next let's time. um let's talk about king's landing let's talk about king's landing okay uh my favorite scene in king's landing uh couldn't even guess actually i'm gonna save my favorite scene in king's landing oh okay to, okay to next. okay uh, a scene that I really enjoy, I especially love the scene where Shay finds out that Tyrion has fucked uh, Roz. Roz. It is so funny to me, dude. Because <laughs> she's like, the redheaded, like, a little finger's friend. And he's like, little finger's Little finger doesn't have she's friends. She's like, the redheaded one. And he's like, oh, Roz. Oh, Roz. <laughs> and she's I, like. Listen, I just, I make it my business to know as many people as possible. You fucked her. she's just like, you, you fucked her. Mm. No. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, twice. I fucked her. Once. Okay, twice. And she's like, <laughs> looks at him, okay, twice. <laughs> it is very, very good. Poor Tyrion cannot catch a break here until he then... And then until he until catches... Until he does, a, until he catches, catches the some break. hands. Uh, yeah, that's a very good scene. Um, I love, we have to talk about uh, our introduction to Lady Olena. The fucking, the goat. She is... She is impeccable. She dude. is so rad. She is played to perfection. Um, <laughs> I I just love like her interaction with Sansa, where Sansa is just like obviously terrified as usual, mm-hmm. and Lady Olena is like trying to make her feel like. You know, put her at ease by like you know joking around and giving her favorite foods and all this, but it's just making Sansa more uncomfortable. Right. And, but you know, at the end of the day, she's like, you know, she's got Marjorie's best interests at heart. She wants to know what's the deal with this jaw fucker. Right. Um, I also love Marjorie's reaction when Sansa tells them what a monster he is. 
Marjorie just kind of does this look of like, yeah, well, them's the, the shame. Breaks. Yeah, that's a shame. Them's the breaks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, she's like, ah. Marjorie is like so confident in herself. She's she'll like, like, I'll handle yeah, it. Yeah, dude. She's like, well, this is the game I'm playing. Right. This you is know? the game like, I'm playing. I'll, I'll handle it. You know, I'm perfectly capable of handling that little chode. Uh, is what it is. I'll take care of it. And I do. I love that she has that reaction. There are a couple, um, aside from Elena, there are a couple things that were like really, really brought to my attention. And this is more actually just like the the picture of it all. Mm-hmm. I would be curious to know who the director of this episode was because I became increasingly aware of the use of like really good framing. Mm. Like rewatching this scene with with uh the Elena introduction, I was like, "Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about." This just looks so good. Yeah. Like when they come through the gardens Behind. and everything is very symmetrical. Yeah. Well, there's that, but even just the entrance where sure. the, everything is very symmetrical and Everybody's parting ways for them, walking down like the the path, and then also yes, when Sansa is sitting in the chair, even there's even really good framing with like like there's the Arya scene where you've got like the the cutout and you see her eye. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's kind of like prominent in this episode, yeah. and it does make for like some really interesting shots, mm-hmm. uh, especially in this scene. I thought it looked fantastic. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, this looks badass. Yeah, this is a very cool scene in the gardens with with Olena. Um, Olena's so fucking fun. She's dude. awesome. Every time, yeah. Uh, we will have a lot of her, and we're gonna talk about her a lot. She is a fucking firecracker. She is a tour de force whenever she's on screen. Like, oh, the well, only one in this series that can maybe go toe to toe with Tywin. Oh, there might be a scene in particular between the two of them that we will probably gush a lot about. Uh, it's fantastic. It's, yeah. And we're talking about it way earlier than we should be, but it is fantastic. True. true she true. deserves it. She um, is great. I also okay. love that fucking oh. fucking random servant dude number five tries to tell her. <laughs> When the cheese will be served, and she's like, "Bitch, the cheese will be served when I want it to be served, and I want my fucking cheese now, now, now." Oh, she's great, little mustache-faced bitch. <laughs> <laughs> his his face, by the way, is so funny to me. Get it's so intense. Fucked. He's like. <laughs> Oh, that poor fucker did not know who he was fucking with. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. It's good stuff. Um, okay. This is the scene of the hour. The scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, look, man. Joffrey and his crossbow. Oh, my God. Uh, They are sponsored by Blue Chew. Cause, <laughs> no, 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 dude, no. No blue chew needed when he's got that crossbow. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. That thing Dude, gets him insta hard. He is just rigid, just a fucking board. He is just stroking the ever living hell like out this. of that crossbow. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh that crossbow is just fondled to an absurd degree in this scene. Yeah. He is um, stroking it hard. Also, so, God, dude, Joffrey is something else, man. Yes. Uh, so Marjorie 
she's playing her game, mm-hmm. and it looks Joffrey's, bad for her at first when like it, she first yeah, comes Joffrey in. Starts kind of giving it to her yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and you can tell she's very like, oh yeah, okay. But I gotta she, I gotta kind of switch gears yes. a little bit here. But she is such um, an adept player of the game. Yes, that she pivots and just wraps him around her finger dude she it is it is fucking i mean it it, is i I shouldn't say unbelievable but like because he is much younger than her and she knows what the fuck she's doing but like it is insane how she just does this little dance Mm -hmm. with him and and he is hers like like that it is insane also him getting so aroused by the thought of, the th- her killing of her killing somebody, yeah, dude. dude, I like I heard <laughs> his pants tighten up, dude. I heard it. I didn't think anything could get him harder than that crossbow, but the thought of her killing something that like, I mean, he he just got new threads earlier in the episode, but now he the needs new, new pants all over again because. He he had to have ripped those things in half. He got so hard. In fucking half, dude. Well, I mean, I don't know. You think he's a big man? <sighs> no. But that's how yeah, hard he was. <laughs> my uh my AirPods are about to die, so I'm switching to Oh fucking AirPods. Um just some regular deals. Yeah, we, we we're obviously we're making a lot of jokes about this scene, but it is It is a good scene. It is a good scene because it illustrates just like I said, just how adept she is at playing the game. Um, you know, we talked about it earlier where Sansa tells them he's a monster and Marjorie's just kind of like, okay, well, yeah, that is what it is. And she's fucking ready for it. Um, right. And it's very, very good stuff. Uh, she is great. Yeah. Um, is there anything else in, in King's Landing that uh, that we need to touch on? I don't, I don't think, have any other notes or anything. There. Yeah, I don't think in King's Landing we didn't really talk about uh John up north. There's not a ton with him. Um you know, we get a little tidbit about how Mance basically tells him that how he, you know, consolidated all these different wildling clans that he told them they were all going to die unless they get south and then you know, we meet Orel, who's another new character who will be important this season. And uh, I hate Orel. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, he's he's off Worgen in his eagle, and he sees uh, a bunch of dead crows, as he says. That's pretty much it we, that we get with John. There's that not, is pretty much it. There's not much there. Is there not? Did I just miss notes? Is there not Daenerys in this? Daenerys episode? is not in this episode. Okay, I'm surprised you're not like. In love with this episode. <laughs> okay, I'm not just I'm not just that anti-Daenerys that I'm just like, oh no, Daenerys, best episode ever. I mean, you were like that with Quidditch. That's true. That's true. I, that uh-huh. should tell you how much I hated Quidditch. Um, let's talk about Jamie. Yeah. And I think it's time. I think it's time. Uh Jamie and Brian, we talked about this at the end of last season. They are a very fun duo to follow uh, because they're just so, so wildly different. And Jamie has just an unbelievable knack for getting under her skin as much as she 
tries to say that, you know, he doesn't. Right. Um, <laughs> the Renly, the throne being made of Cox line is a truly legendary line that uh, is one of my favorites in the entire series. It's so good. But I love how he follows that up with an actual real human moment we get from Janie where he tells her, I don't blame him. We don't get to choose who we love. Yes. Which is less of an insight into Renly's character and more just a reflection on him of him, you know, being outright admitting, I love Cersei. Right. And we don't get to choose who we love. She's my sister. It doesn't matter to me. I love her. Right. Right. Yeah, it's very good. There's, um, there's a lot of like <laughs> just really fun, uh, dialogue yeah. in, in their whole interaction this episode. Uh, he, I laughed out loud because it, it just, it's always so fucking refreshing to, just be reminded how funny he is. Yes. Uh, he said, I have it, I have it, um, I have it typed out. He calls Brienne a giant toe-headed <laughs> plank. Yes, he does. <laughs> I love how he's also like, he's like, you definitely weren't at Winterfell. I would have noticed your dour head banging into the archway. <laughs> And then, and then, right before he delivers the fucking joke of them all, he also is like, "Like, oh, you fancied him? Oh, you, you did? Did you tell him? Yeah, yeah. No, no, nah. no. You wouldn't have. He he preferred curly haired little girls like Loris. You're, You're far too much <laughs> man for far him. Too much of a man for him. <laughs> which is a simultaneous mega burn on him and on dude. Just Renly. dishing it, man. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's very funny and um. I absolutely love them on screen together. Yeah, they're very as very as boring and fucking just monotone as I find Brienne. Yeah. Her scenes with Jamie are the best. He he truly does like we <sighs> Jamie, I feel like I I sing his praises constantly, but like he does like it doesn't matter who he's pitted with, whether it's Catelyn or Brienne here, like he elevates like the scenes and the characters around yeah. him to just be so good because he's he's either so like Jamie almost has like two switches and they're both incredible. He's incredibly like real and like poignant and like this is like very true cutting stuff mm-hmm. or this is just pure comedy and I'm going to just like roast people and both of his modes there are both just so excellent and so good. Um, yeah, I, I, I love, just like I said, it's their dynamic of him just being this insufferable asshole and her just basically having no choice but to, like, take it uh, is, is very, very fun and very, very good. Yeah. And then... My poor guy uh, is is brought back to reality a little bit. He thinks he's going to waltz all over her in their duel once he gets a sword in his hands. Uh, and <laughs> she proves that that is not the case. Uh, she kind of absolutely walks all over him. Now, she I think she just overpowers him. Is right. What it is. 
Um, he is still chained and has been imprisoned for a year. So he is... I know what you're doing here. Very I love much it. not at his best. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you read the books, she, Brienne even says that in her chapter. She's like, I can't even imagine what he would be like at full strength. Steph, why I? Ha ha ha! This is only 20% of my power. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, Jamie's a real Tagoro in this moment. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But yeah, she she beats him down, and then of course the the Boltons roll up, and um, what is that fucker's them. name, by the way? Uh, his name is Locke. We do not know Locke. this yet, but his name is Locke. Lockheed Martin, right? Yes, I do like his line about how Jamie like trying to bribe him, and he's just like, "Will he give me enough to buy a new head?" <laughs> yeah. Uh. I okay, so what you're trying to do and what you're doing successfully, by the way, because I don't disagree with you. Uh do whatever there's so many people out there that want Brienne to be like at the top of like that you have to acknowledge that like Jamie in his prime is one of the best fighters or like you know, arguably a top three fighter in Seven Kingdoms history. Mm-hmm. And then they use this as an argument for why Brienne should be in that conversation. Sure. And it just is stupid. Yeah, no. She... It's just stupid. The dude's literally had nothing to eat for an entire year, lived in his own shit. My dude has got and corns on his feet. He can't stop talking about those corns. He never dude, used to he... get corns. Corn. Corn. <laughs> My poor dude is wearing the same shit boots for years. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, he's nowhere even close to no. in his prime. There is another fight that I understand why people will talk about Brienne, which we'll get to at some point uh, later in the series. But still, it's just this is not this is not a, tr- no. a testament of their strength no. of, of their of their skill. No, Jamie is far from at his best here, uh, and uh, he still gives her. A, and he will a only get farther from his best. <laughs> True. Spoilers. Um, anyway, that's all the notes I had for this episode. Did you have yeah. anything else? No, no, that's that that's pretty much everything, it's, man. Uh, uh, it sure is an episode. It is. Let's uh let's jump in to who be thrown in. Who be thrown in? Okay. Um This okay, I do know someone I need to add uh for sure. And I do not think I have her yet. So if you want to do your little song and dance. Have her? Oh, Olena, of course. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to be fucking cool, <laughs> I love you starting. can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. That was insanely fast. Well, I already had her saved in my computer. I just had to bring her on here. Well. You're ruining my my spiel. Um, you can keep you can, going. <laughs> you can follow us on I'm not stopping you. Twitter. Shut the fuck up, Scott. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, people. At we don't want a pod. I killed Scott. I'm dying. He killed um, me. Where we where we post things, we we put shit up that is relevant. Uh, audio listeners. If you're maybe wondering about funny things we talk about, it might end up as a clip. Oh, it might. Might end up as a picture uh, on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. 
even TikTok, which I, I really need to get better at fucking managing, <laughs> if we're being honest. But even TikTok, just put in at we don't want a pod on literally every social media and you'll probably find us even on uh, Christians Mingle and on uh, FarmersOnly.com. You'll find us at We Don't Want a Pod. I don't think that's accurate, but I'll go with it. Um. Yeah, no, it, that would be super cool, and you would be denying yourself the opportunity mm. to be fucking tight as fucking butthole if you just Fuck. if you just don't go over there. Then you so, so you you need to do it. You need to do it. Okay, uh, way to buy time, buddy. You're you're a master. Um, <laughs> I'm a professional. This, you're you're absolutely professional. So. Was Tywin in this episode? He was, wasn't he? Am I losing my mind? I don't think he was, man. Uh... Oh, shit. Maybe he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Um... Okay. Uh... Can we just still leave him there? I still kind of <laughs> just want to leave him there. Um, Marjorie, I think, stays it too, also. If anyone would take his spot, I feel like it would probably be Marjorie. Uh, does Joff come off? Cause he kind of gets played real hard. Yeah, but see, he's he's uh, he's getting closer and closer to Marjorie, so that's a win. That's true. And he is still the king. <laughs> uh, John can probably come off. I just don't yeah, think I... he did enough. Uh, definitely. Uh, Lady Olena is gonna make this list somewhere. I will not hear otherwise. And I think Jamie has to make the list because he had a great episode. Um, do we do we want to have like bran little bran muffin bran um, are you being serious no <laughs> i mean he got a kind of spirit bran is guide. so boring uh i think this is i think this is it this this is our five right here is there anybody else that I I'm mean, trying truly... like Arya doesn't do a lot. Like I do you want to Thoros, put Thoros maybe? on there? Thoros does now have in his possession the hound and Arya. I I don't I wouldn't put him ahead of any of these five though. Okay, that's the five that we have up on the board for contention for those who are listening are Tywin, Marjorie, Joffrey, uh Lady Olena, and Jamie. Um Brienne? Nah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, definitely not Sam. Definitely not Rob. Definitely, um, definitely not Rob. Uh, yeah, not, I don't. I, not I, Cersei, I don't really think. Not Davos. Theon. Theon is really in a great spot. You know. Hell yeah. He's, he's doing some work. Uh, anybody? Uh, anybody in the north? So it's just a Sam. No, well, Bran would be the only one, unless you want to put like Jojen or Mira. Uh, what about like North North? Um, John Mance. John Mance Orel. Uh, I don't think Rast. Rast. There you go. <laughs> Our boy fucking Rast. 
I yeah, no, just I think this is it. I think these are the five. I right think here, these are it. I'm trying hard to think of And it, this is this is sad too because time was not even in this episode and we're just overriding that rule. <laughs> is it, it it's less of a rule and more just like it's convenient for me to be like Danny isn't in this episode and just yank her off the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's still the hand of the king, and he's, you know, we don't physically see him, but we know he's behind that but desk But we feel letters. him, if we you know what I mean. feel him. Um. Oh, I know who. Who? Okay, Tywin comes off. Is this legitimate? And, huh? Is this legitimate? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, the crossbow. Joff's crossbow. Joff's crossbow. <laughs> okay, done. Yes, you are correct. Um, where... Do they slot in? I feel like Marjorie stays too. Do we drop Tywin to the end out of respect because he's not in the episode? <sighs> no, I feel like if we do keep him, we have to keep him at one. Just Okay, I'm okay with him. I <laughs> okay. love him so much. <laughs> You've convinced me. Okay, very, I know it was a battle. That was but... very difficult. That was very difficult to convince um, Does Elena go to three or is that Jamie? Yes. No, Elena goes to three, I... Jamie to four, Joff to five. I think I can. I think Olena's better than Jamie this episode. Yes, I do. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that, but I do. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, seriously, other than Tywin, is there a better character introduction? Oh, probably. There's a lot of good character introductions in this show. Hers is very, very, very good, though. It's I'm not, really good, I'm not man. trying to disparage her. Her scene is incredible. I love her to absolute death. She's so much fun. Also, Jamie was fucking bald. She so just came out swinging, man, and is so right. refreshing. That's fine. I, I think she earned That's it. That's fair enough. I'm, I will shake She that. also... Okay, hold on. <laughs> she also is not captured. And, and just got caught by the Boltons. Hey, Jamie so. briefly got himself kind of free, and he got a sword. He he got to got to work out his his weary bones and his corns corns there for a second. But uh, all right, all right, I'm with you. So that okay. leaves us with Tywin, who had a, played a bit such a big part, such a big role in this episode. It's so big we literally on screen, didn't even talk like, about it. So much actually. it cannot be stated how important he was in this episode. It literally can't. Uh, Marjorie, too, she is playing Joffy boy like a fiddle. Uh, Lady Olena with a great introduction at three. Jamie at four. And Joffy boy. I kind of feel like he's making the list just because he is getting closer to Marjorie. And also, he's got that fancy crossbow. He, got that, he does have a fancy he crossbow. He does have that sexy new crossbow. So, yeah, I think that is who be thrown in. I think you are correct. I think that's it. Uh that was definitely an episode. That Scott. was. I have to admit, I'm surprised we talked for as long as we did about this one. Too. I think half of it was just me coughing and hacking up a lung. I need. Yeah, to go and to also bed. we did spend some time on on the Reed family. Yeah, that's true. And that's I had a couple dumb tangents, which I tend to do when it's a boring episode yeah. so yeah hey it was fun it wasn't a boring episode for like podcast episode don't misunderstand me uh, boring game of thrones episode so it's like this episode sucked this episode fucking sucks never listen to us again never we fucking again. quit shit uh guys we love you thank you for listening 
um, do the fucking things that I said earlier. And actually, some other things that I haven't said, I, I don't, I always forget to say this. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you listen to us and you can leave a rating. Yeah, do that. Guys, it means a lot. It really does. We have big egos, and we like to see nice things about ourselves. So do the fucking thing. Uh, Five-star review, only five-star reviews, nothing lower than that, of course. And tell us how fucking hot we are and, I mean, how great our podcast is and how awesome Scott's new hat is. I need to take some NyQuil and go to bed. <laughs> I need to drink like seven bottles of NyQuil and just never wake up again. Uh, you guys have a great fucking week. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, bye bye. Dude, your hand is so white. It literally is your wall. Uh, oh so my it's god. Just, it's messing up with the. It's the Dude, white you balance. are the whitest person uh, I know. I'm doing the thousand hand slap. Uh, oh, it's a makeup <laughs> trick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh...